0: Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Hapraset would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. I would like to read a couple of scriptures and ask you to stand up to confess together. Let me read the book of Exodus chapter fifteen, twenty-six. It's good that we can hear the word and build faith and then we confess with our mouth what we believe. That is the way we receive salvation. Salvation, we hear the truth, we believe in our heart, and then we confess with our mouth. Exodus chapter 15:26 the Bible say If you diligently heed the voice of the Lord your God and do what is right in his sight and give ear to his commandments and keep all his statutes I will put none of the diseases on you which I have brought on the Egyptians for I am the Lord Who heals you? Psalm 118, verse 17. I shall not die, but live, and declare the works of the Lord. Let's stand up and declare this promise of God together. We're going to show the declaration word one, two, three. I diligently listen to the voice of God and feed on his word. I will do what is right in his sight and give ear to his commandments and keep all his statutes. The Lord heals me and keeps me in divine health. I shall not die, but live and declare the works of the Lord. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. It's good to remind ourselves of the promise of God. Amen. Hallelujah. Meditate on these words. Stay healthy. Live a long life to serve Him. Live for the kingdom of God. Are you ready for the teaching today? Let us pray. Father, we thank You so much, Lord, that we can come into Your presence and learn from You. We believe, Father, That your Holy Spirit is our real teacher. You are the main teacher of your church. And we all come together to hear what the Spirit of God wants to say today. And we want to give our ears completely to you. We will not think about something else today. We will not pull out the telephone to look at anything. Put away the iPad unless we write down, jot down the information that we learn. Father, we will keep our eyes on you and focus on you. And we believe as we listen to your word today, your word will quicken us and also strengthen us, Lord, so that we will not be the same again. We will become stronger and stronger in our faith and we we'll become more like you. We thank you, Lord, in the wonderful name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Nehemiah chapter 8, verses 9 to 10. The Bible said, Then Nehemiah the governor, Ezra the priest and scribe, and the Levites who were instructing the people, said to them all, This day is sacred to the Lord your God. Do not mourn or weep, for all the people had been weeping as they listened to the words of the law, Nehemiah said, Go and enjoy choice food and sweet drinks and send some to those who have nothing prepared. This day is sacred to our Lord. Do not grieve for the joy of the Lord is your strength. In this passage of scripture, Nehemiah chapter 8, the people of God came to the realization that they had backslidden from the Lord for quite a while. They walked away from relationship with God. They were so far away from the word of God. And in that occasion, Nehemiah, Ezra, and the Levites read the law of the Lord for hours and hours and hours and explain to the people of God the practicality of the word, how they can apply in their life. This service lasts for many hours, make the service of New Hope very short compared to them. They were there many, many hours and as they listened to the word of God, the Holy Spirit convicted all these people that they have been far off from the way of God, from relationship with God, and from the word of God for a long time. They repented, and they felt sorry. So they cry and weep, and Nehemiah said, don't cry anymore. The Lord forgives you. Now, let us celebrate. Let us become a committed believer again, and don't cry any longer. So you notice that these people had problems because they were not in the Word of God for a long time. And now they return to the Lord. You need to understand this. As a believer, it's so important that we regularly receive the Word of God. Not just on Sunday. We should read the Bible every day. We should listen to good teaching on a regular basis. Why? Because receiving the Word of God on a regular basis is cumulative. We build up little little by little. The Word of God comes in and builds us up little by little. The Word of God will shape our thinking, our worldview, our perception of life. It changes how we talk, how we see things, how we Think, how we act, the Word of God will shape us little by little. After we receive the Word of God for a period of time, the way we see things, the way we think, the way we talk will be different from the people in the world. We are being renewed. We are being transformed. We will see things around us not the same way anymore after we are renewed by the Word of God. We will handle the situation in a different way that we used to handle. We will be different from the people in this world. We will believe in a different value, have different value of faith and belief. But people in the world, they believe in other things. The Word of God will change us little by little. The change that the Word of God produces in our life does not happen overnight. After we listen to the word of God, one sermon, or read one chapter of the Bible, it doesn't produce change right away. It is cumulative. Over day in, day out. Week in and week out. Year in and year out. The word of God is sown into our heart. And it would not cause a sudden life changing a crowd shaking right away it will take some time many many years many many months to change our life from glory to glory to glory you might not notice the change in your life after the Sunday service like this right away but remember this the word of God is incorruptible seed of God it never dies It will go into your life and that seed will grow. Will take the root down and start to grow and make your life to become a big tree. So God wants to sow the seed of his incorruptible word into your life. What you need to do is to prepare your heart to be a good soil. You let the Holy Spirit work in you, burn all the thorns, burn all the rocky things out of your heart. Make your heart a good soil to receive the word of God and let it go down into your heart and change you little by little. The word of God that you hear many years, you heard many years ago may start to work in your life today. May start to work in your life many years from now. It will take time to grow and to change your life. Maybe you heard a wonderful message about five years ago. At that time, you say, why the preacher will talk about this? I didn't need this. But five years later, you face a situation that you need that word that you heard five years ago. And you say, I'm ready to fight this battle. I remember what he said five years ago. The word of God has changed my heart so much that now I have more faith to handle this. I know I can have victory in this situation. But that message was given to you five years ago. And as you listen to the word of God, on and on and on, every week, every day, you will step up higher in faith. You step higher in vision and you will see miracle happen in your life because your faith has grown. You may not recognize that the Word of God works in your life right away now, but don't give up. Keep taking the Word of God in every day. The Word of God is powerful, sharp, and anointed. I'm that kind of Christian since I was a one-day-old Christian. I have been hungry for the Word of God all these 38, 39 years. I always listen to good teaching. I always study the Bible. I always examine the Bible, what the Bible says. I received the word of God, and now, many years later, I noticed that many things that I learned in 1983 is working in me right now. Something happened, and I remember 1983 I learned that lesson from the Baptist church and now I can apply it in my life. Matthew 24 verse 35 say heaven and earth will pass away but my words will not pass away. The word of God is incorruptible word seed that will never pass away. Isaiah 55 verses 10 to 11. Today I would like to teach about faith, victory and joy. We want to learn how to walk by faith, and how to have the joy of life. In Isaiah 55 say, For as the rain comes down, and the snow from heaven, and do not return there, but water the earth, and make it bring forth and bud, that it may give seed to the sower, and bread to the eater. So shall my word, the word of God, be... That goes forth from my mouth, it shall not return to me void, but it shall accomplish what I please, and it shall prosper in the things for which I send it. The Bible compare the word of God as the rain. When the rain falls and touches the ground, it gives life to the tree, and the tree will begin to grow. But a tree will not grow overnight or in a week. The tree will not just suddenly jump up to be a big tree. It takes many years for a tree to become a big tree and become fruitful. Therefore, the word of God is like the rain that brings life to us. It comes down from heaven. This is the word of God come down from heaven. The word of God comes from the mouth of anointed preacher that God prepared a message for you each day. It enters into the ground of your heart. It quickens you, gives life to you, and the tree inside you begin to grow and grow and grow, and eventually, years down the road, it produces fruit. And this is how the word of God works in our life. We are little creatures on the planet. Is that right? We need to be humble. Compared to eternity and the age of this planet, we are just little children. God has been around for a long time. That's why the Lord referred to all of us as little children little children. This terminology is not figurative. It's real. Compared to God even though I am above 60 years old now I'm still a little kid compared to the age of God for eternity. How does a 100 years old man look at a 2 years old boy? Oh little kid. And the little kid, look at the 100 years old. Friday, I talked to one of my patients. He is 40 years old. And he said that his little kid, 5 years old, say, Dad, you are so old. And I was thinking, you're 40, you're old. You're not old. You're still young. To me, 60 is still young. Everyone who is 60 say, I'm young. But 70, I'm not sure. I'm kidding. <laughs> When we compare ourselves to God We are his little children So we come to him as a little children To receive his word And when the word of God come into our life It will stay inside us Generations will come and will go Is that right? Kingdoms rise up and kingdom fall 3,000 years ago, God say something, it still works today. The word of God will last for eternity. It will never fade away. Man comes and go, man born and die. But the word of God will stay and it shall come to pass. God is faithful and long-suffering. He made something about you many years ago. But later on it shall come to pass because he never lies. The kingdom of God works on the principle of seed time and harvest. We prepare a good soil in our own heart. How many people want to be successful? How many people want to be victorious? How many people want to be above, not beneath? You need to understand this is how God works seed time and harvest. We prepare our heart as a good soil and let God produce the planting of the seed into our heart. And then he water it. He water the soil and eventually we reap the harvest of victory, of healing and miracles in our life. We water the soil and then the seed start to grow up and at the right time it will produce fruit. You need to be patient. It takes time. God knows that we don't have 3,000 years on earth to see the harvest. Some of us may have 80 years, 90 years, 100 years to see the harvest. But at the right time for you, you will see the harvest of the word of God in your life. I just finished writing one sermon talking about the pilgrims of America and that sermon, when God showed me the scripture, really convict me. I can summarize this way. I want to be a man who received the good seed from God. And then I want to sow the good seed out of my life. And when I receive the good seed into my life, eventually I will harvest or reap the good things in me. And then I sow the good seed out of my life, then I will reap the harvest of what I sow. But not only that, the Bible talks about the next generation going to reap good harvest that I sow. So I believe New Hope International Church is a first generation Christian here. What we sow today will produce so much fruit in our children and grandchildren and great-grandchildren because we sow the good seed into their life. Amen. So, some Christians quit listening to the word of God. The devil has the way to stop you from receiving the rain from heaven and also the seed from heaven as well. Maybe this is what happened. You have been offended in the church. Maybe I say something on the pulpit and you think that I'm attacking you and you feel mad at me and what's next you leave the church you don't show up maybe a few months or you just totally gone from the church and don't want to have anything to do with the church anymore or maybe you have not been acknowledged you have not been appreciated as you should have been in the church my pastor should give me a title but he did not I'm mad at him I'm going to leave the church. I want to let you know, in the kingdom of God, God wants all of us, his children, his sheep, to stay in the flock, not outside the flock. He wants all of us to connect to his home, to be in the army. Therefore, if you are sincere to God, he will lead you to connect to a very good local church where you will be fed where the presence of God be there where the fire of God is moving, where you have the righteous leadership the word of God is preached without compromise in that church you shall be fed with the word of God but the devil would do everything he is very cunning he will do everything to get you out of a local church. You need to find out what church you belong to. Make sure you find a good church, a good biblical-based church with the Holy Spirit. And when you are in that church, you are faithful to go there to receive the seed, the incorruptible seed, and then you also share the incorruptible seed with other people. You reap, you receive the sowing from God, and then you sow to other people. And eventually, the principle of seed time and reaping will come to you that one day you're going to see a very big harvest in your life. If you are not in the church, you leave the church, you're not around the word of God, you're not around God's people of faith, you are not around the presence of God, what happened? The negative consequences will happen gradually, Subtly, that you don't even know. You will be weaker and weaker. You shall not know God anymore. You'll become more worldly, more and more worldly. Your faith will go down gradually to the point that you are so weak that the devil just click his finger like this and you are gone. Because you are so weak without knowing it. If you spend so much time in front of the TV, You spend so much time with the worldly books and worldly programs and you don't spend time with the Word of God, listening to the good Word of God. Within a few years, you're going to be so weak. It may not happen overnight, may not happen in four weeks, but if you don't discipline yourself to go to church every Sunday, listen to the good teaching, read the Bible, go to the care group, I believe that once a week is not enough. I need to come to church and I need to go to care group during the week to get fed and to be in the good fellowship. I need to feed myself. But if I don't feed myself, over time, after a few years, I shall be weaker and weaker. I shall be very ungodly and eventually I will fall and the devil will get rid of me. Therefore, please obey the Lord. Joy into a good church. Please join into the good fellowship of the believers, such as care group. Join into the good ministry and stay with it. Even though pass a loud step on your toes sometime and you may be mad at me, just forget about it. Get over that offense. Stay with it. Stay in the church. Don't leave. Don't run away from the church. Because you still need the washing water of the word of God. You still need the fellowship. You still need to be around people of faith. You still need to come and worship God. You still need to serve God. This world is so full of wickedness. The world is controlled by the devil. Do you know how you can get contaminated by the world? Very easy. You just wake up and you start to walk out of your house around you all the worldly thing. You get contaminated by the worldly thing Every day. The TV program, the books, the radio, everything. So that's why we need to work hard to get the Word of God to come into your life. In the world, there are many voices. Somebody always has something to say. But unfortunately, many things that they say contradict the Word of God. That's why you need to know the Word of God. And you can discern when people say something, it's not that biblical that say, oh, it's biblical. You need to stay in His truth. Because many people are going to give you opinions. Many people are going to say whatever they want to say. And if you listen to them, your mind will be corrupted. And you can get into trouble. It's so important we need to keep feeding ourselves with the Word of God. Keep the Word of God inside us. Let the flowing of the word of god come in all the time that will expand our vision will build our faith if we stop our vision will reduce our faith will go down but if we keep going in receiving the word of god and stay with it eventually our faith will grow more will be transformed i want to say this christian life is a long journey it's not just overnight It's not a drive through McDonald's. It takes a long time. That's why we call running the race. Keep going. Keep going to church. Keep listening to the word of God. Keep serving. It's a long journey that God will transform us little by little. I remember when I started to become a new believer in Thailand many years ago. I learned so many things from the American missionary there. And... At that time, I did not understand why I have to learn all these things. But many years later, oh, I understand now why they taught me that lesson. It applied to me today. Thank God for that American missionary. Thank God for that wonderful message that I heard from the pulpit that day 28 years ago. You see, something you hear today, it will work in your life many years later. The Bible says in Hebrews chapter four, verse 12, for the word of God is living and powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the division of soul and spirit and of joints and marrow and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. The word of God is so powerful. I want to encourage all of you. I tell you the truth. I work so hard to produce good food for all of you every week. Every Saturday, I, all day long, Pastor Da can my be, be my witness. I read my sermon, I prepare, I talk to God, what I gonna say all day long. This has been going on for 30 years. This morning I woke up at 5.30 a.m., the First thing, I read my sermon again and think what God wants me to say today from this scripture. I prepare to give you good food. We record, we spend a lot of money, record all this teaching into the internet so that you can come back and listen to the word of God again. Siri after series after series. Why? Because I know that you need the word of God. You need to be fed and you know the word so that you can help your kids. You can help your grandkids. You can help people around you because you are transformed and renewed by the word of God. The word of God is very powerful. Stay connected to the church where you belong to. Amen. Don't think that Christian life is a short time frame. It's a long, long duration of things. Matthew nineteen four 4-6, talk about family, but also give us another principle. And he answered and said to them, Have you not read that he who made them at the beginning made them male and female? And said, For this reason a man shall leave his father and mother and be joy to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. So then they are no longer two, but one flesh. Then the Bible talks about non-divorce. Therefore, what God has joined together, let not man separate. I want to emphasize that word. Therefore, what God has joined together, let not man separate. I believe in our life, not just only family, that God leads us to meet our spouse and marry and build each other up, build a family up. But many times God leads us to join a group of people, a local church. And you know in your heart, in your spirit, this is my home. God leads me here. This is my family. This is where God wants me to be here. And I'm going to be committed to that family. I will not let any man, any demon, any offense, any hurt separate me from the house of God. Why? Why? Why we should be committed? Why would you say, no one can take me out of this house? The house that God put you in. Definitely, if one day I goof off, I start to sin, or I start to teach something else, I understand God may lead you to some other church. I understand. But as long as you know this is the place where God put you, and you know that the preaching is biblical, you know that the leadership is righteous, you stick to there. The devil will do everything to take you away. Why? Because obedience to the Lord will spare you from destruction. The enemy's trick, scheme, and motive is to cut you off from a good local church, from a good group of people. And if you fall into his trap, you're going to be weaker and weaker and weaker. And he will hit you with his weapons. And you can be in big trouble. In the will of God, where God put you to be, there is protection and there is grace. Listen carefully. I don't want to walk out of God's will in my life. I was called to be a pastor. I was not called to be an evangelist. So if I walk out to try to be an evangelist, I get myself out of God's protection and God's grace. If I stay in what God called me to do and stay there, I have special protection. I have special grace upon my life. And where there God will feed me, protect me, help me, and I'm going to become stronger and stronger and stronger every day, every week, every month. The devil watching me and he's looking for the time that he's going to punch me and hit me down. And he's waiting for me to be weak and be ignorant so that he can hit me down. But he cannot because I keep feeding myself with the word. Fellowship, mingle with the people of faith every Friday I come to care group. It's fun. I love the care group. I receive the word. I receive the word of testimony. I protect myself. I get stronger every week. And one day at 120 years old, I run my race. I finish my course. I get to the finish line and the Lord just put me on the chair and I pass to be in heaven or maybe God will pick me up like Enoch. I just disappear. And the devil look at me, oh, I cannot destroy this guy. He keeps getting stronger and stronger. Actually, I should run away from him. But many Christians are not like that. They get weaker. They don't show up in a church. They don't care much about the word. They don't want to go to a fellowship group. They just stay being naughty and disobedient to God, and they become weak, and the devil just slap them right and left, and they get into big trouble. Amen? Look at Isaiah 55, verses 11 to 13 again. Again, Isaiah 55, talk about the rains, the snow, the word of God to come and produce fruit to make the tree grow. Let's continue to read. So shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. It shall not return to me void, but it shall accomplish what I please. And it shall prosper in the things for which I send it. You receive the word. You do what he say. Your life shall prosper. Okay, the things that God wants to do in you and through you. For you shall go out with joy. Everyone say joy. Joy. Everyone say receive the word. word. It produces. produces. My faith faith grows. And I can have joy. Now after you become strong, you go out to help other people with joy. And be let out with peace. Joy and peace come because you are the people of the world. The mountains and then the nature that has been affected by the curse of the law. The curse of sin around you. The mountains, the hills look at you. Wow. This guy, this woman is so full of joy. So full of peace. So full of faith. Because he received the word of God and practice it shall break forth into singing before you while the nature sings when you walk by they will sing because they're so impressed with your life and all the trees of the field shall clap their hands wherever you go you go to Mount Rainier, the tree around there ooh these people are so strong they're so full of faith they're so full of joy they're so good because you allow the word of God to come to change you. Not really that. Instead, verse 13, I like this one. Instead of the thorn shall come up the cypress tree. And instead of the briar shall come up with the myrtle tree. And it shall be to the Lord for a name, for an everlasting sign that shall not be cut off. I'd like to show you the thorn bush picture a little bit. That is the thorn bush. Let's look at the cypress tree. That is cypress tree. Very green, very beautiful. Let's look at the briar. Hmm, not good. Let's look at the myrtle tree. Oh, how about another? Do you have another picture? Myrtle tree. That is myrtle tree. So in other words, if you are the people who always receive the word of God, Always build your faith, change your thinking, transform your mind, your thinking, your faith, your concept, your belief, your worldview. God begins to prosper you, you go out with joy. And wherever you go, for example, you come into a relationship with a couple who almost divorced. That couple restore and the thorn bush in their life would turn into the nice Cypress tree. You come into the company that almost bankrupt, you join in, the company start to flourish because your life is so full of the blessing of God, of faith of God. Everywhere you go, you will produce good things there. The thorn bush turned into the cypress, the briar turned into the myrtle tree. Beautiful, full of flowers. How many people want to have that kind of life? You need to connect to a good local church. Receive the spiritual feeding because the word of God shall quicken you. The word of God will give you life to the point that you will be so strong and you shall be the blessing of other people. Let me say this. The plan of God is more important than your own feeling. You may have some hurt feeling in the church. Somebody offend you. And that hurt feeling will cause you to jump out of the church. ASAP. I don't want to see that guy any longer. I hate him. That bad feeling would snap you out of the church and then you'd never be in fellowship again. And you lack the word of God. Please, the plan of God is more important than your own feeling. Stay. Stick to where God called you to be. Keep receiving the word of God. Amen. Don't jump out of where God wants you to be in. 1 Peter chapter 1, verses 3 to 6. Now I'm going to read what God commands us to do. And I beg all of you to obey him. Now I'm going to read many scripture. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who according to his abundant mercy has begotten us again to a living hope you have been grieved by various trials. This scripture talks about keeping your eyes on your salvation, on your inheritance in heaven, looking at the power of God. God is so good. We have ticket to go to heaven. We have rewards in heaven. Keep your eyes on that, even though surrounding things can be tough, can be difficult. And if you can do that, you're going to have great joy. Greatly rejoice. Greatly rejoice. Everyone say, greatly rejoice. Greatly. greatly rejoice is better than just rejoice. Amen? How many people believe me that one million dollars is better than one thousand dollars? Oh, if you don't say yes, I need to do CAT scan on your brain. Hallelujah. Matthew chapter 18, 2 to 4. Then Jesus called a little child to him, set him in the midst of them, and said, Actually, I say to you, unless you are converted and become as little children, you will by no means enter the kingdom of heaven. Therefore, whoever humbles himself as this little child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. I would like to talk about faith and joy and the way you walk with God. Jesus said that if you want to have victory in the kingdom you need to be like little children. What are the characteristics of little children? Little children in the natural tend to laugh, dance, jump up and down, shout and sing. Little children so easy to trust their dad and their mom. Is that right? Right? When the mom says something, okay. Little children, easy to trust, easy to believe what the daddy say. And always laughing and having fun. They don't care how they look like. They don't care how you look at them. They just run around, flip, 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 and jump and have fun. Little children also hungry all the time. I like to eat. Last night, I saw Pastor Sison' son sitting there, and his plate is big. This little boy eat this much. <laughs> he ate more than me. He's growing. So little children always hungry, always eat, and also humble themselves. They love to laugh. They like to listen to that what the dad say. They easily believe, quick to believe, quick to expect things. And if we are like that kind of Christian, we will be hungry for the word of God all the time. We will easily believe in what God says. And we will always laugh and have fun and rejoice all the time. And with the joy of God that connected to the promise of God, we can see the victory. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14, Now, thank be to God who always leads us in triumph in Christ. When you walk like the little children like that, when you have faith, ease, just believe God easily, do what He says, obey Him, hungry for the Word of God, easily laugh, easily sing song, you shall have victory in your life. Amen? Amen? Many of us, when we grow up, we start to get suppressed by bad experience. We don't want to smile anymore. We don't want to be happy anymore. We just look very sober and very serious. And everything looks so serious. And then the high blood pressure go up. And then we cannot eat, we cannot sleep well, we get sick, and we die soon. No, be joyful, be happy. Amen? Praise the Lord all the time. Hebrews chapter 13, verse 15. Therefore, by him, let us continually offer the sacrifice of praise to God. Everyone say continually. That is the fruit of our lips given thanks to his name. Let me read a few scriptures and I will make a summary. Philippians chapter 4, verse 4. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say rejoice. Romans chapter 12, verse 12. Rejoicing in hope. When you have expectation from God, the good expectation, expect good thing, you rejoice. When you expect bad things, you are sad. So now with the hope in the promise of God, you rejoice, patient in tribulation, continuing steadfastly in prayer. Rejoice always. Have hope and expectation in the good things according to the promise of God. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 16, New King James Version. Rejoice always. One of the shortest scriptures in the Bible. In NIV, be joyful always. In Young Literal Translation, always rejoice ye. Always. What is always? How often is always? When you wake up in the morning, what do you do? <laughs> Smile. Happy. In the middle of the day? <laughs> Before going to bed? <laughs> Happy. You rejoice always. I know that many of you think, pass aloud, I cannot do that. But you should do it. You should obey. The Lord just like little children. Amen. Psalm 34.1 I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. In conclusion. The Lord give us the command. That we should do all these three things. In our faith walk. All the time. Continually. Day and night, every day, 24-7. Number one, always praise God. Praise God for this trouble. Praise God. He is so good. Sing to the Lord. Amen. Two, always thank God. No matter what happened, thank you, Lord. Three, always rejoice. If you praise God all the time, you thank God all the time, you rejoice all the time, you are giving God the right to give you victory. Rejoice always, praise God always are not the emotional part of our life. They are the act of our will. They are our choices. You may not feel like rejoicing, but you still say, ha, 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 ho, 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 praise the Lord. Inside you, you're feeling, you don't feel like it at all. You are mad right now. You are upset to the sit- uh, 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 about the situation right now, but you say, praise God, you sing song to God, you say thank to God, and you rejoice in all circumstances. When you do that, the greater one who is in you, the Holy Spirit, who raised Jesus from the dead, who is the dynamite in your life, very powerful God on the inside of you, you tap into him. You get a key to access the power, the peace, the life, the joy, the strength of Holy Spirit on the inside of you. And when you do that, he will begin to work in you to have more strength, more peace, more wisdom. He will guide you so that you can have victory. Romans chapter 8 verse 6 is a choice now. For to be carnally minded is death. But to be spiritually minded is life and peace. You choose every day You're going to complain. You're going to be mad, upset, sad. You yield to carnality, sadness, upset, anger. Or you're going to yield to the Holy Spirit. Joy, praising, be thankful. You make a choice. This is the choice of your action. What you're going to do with your life. And the Bible says, If you yield to the Holy Spirit by being joyful, Thankful, praising God all the time you will let him quicken you from the inside out he will give you strength he will give you wisdom how to handle things he will tell you what to do you will be strong you will not be weak amen you look so excited are you going to do this Are you going to do this? I'm preaching about joy. Some of you still sit there. (laughs) I'm talking about joy here, people. (laughs) Are you listening to the word of God? Are you going to obey God like a little children? How many people are dead here? When you tell your little children, what do they do? They do it. So this is what God say. Always praise God. Always thankful. Always have joy. Should you do it? Whose benefit is that? My benefit. Your benefit. Always rejoice. Amen. Let me read the last scripture. Joel chapter 3 verse 10. Joel 3 10. Let the weak say, I am strong when you feel weak how many people feel weak sometimes I feel weak sometimes because I lack sleep and I have so much responsibility in my life I have to handle when I feel weak I should not say I am weak I should not say oh I cannot make it what should I say I am strong, and I rejoice, and I praise God for this situation, and then God will quicken me to have strength. When you are broke, should you say, I am broke? You say, my bill is paid. God shall provide all of my needs. When you are sick, what should you say? I am healed. When you say something opposite to God's will, God cannot help you. You need to speak what God say. I am healed. I am strong. My bill is paid. The provision will come. You speak positive. Your language should be the language of faith, not the negative language. If you want God to... do something for you. You don't come against him. If you say I'm broke, oh, I'm terrible. I'm gonna die soon. I'm so weak. Oh, God, say okay. You get what you say. He cannot help you. You need to say. Let everyone say it with me. I am beautiful. All the men say I'm handsome. I'm healthy. I'm strong. I'm rich. I'm, rich. I'm, wise. I'm wise. I live a long life. A long life. The, grace the grace of God is more than sufficient for me. Sufficient. And when you keep saying that and you just smile and laugh, what happened? The strength will come back to you. Amen? Yes. You do that all day long. Praise God all day long. If you feel down, I recommend you turn on the worship song in your car and start to worship and thank God and begin to laugh. Amen? Amen. You may not understand the power of the word and the praise and worship very much. I met a young lady in Virginia. She's about 16 years old. She began to get sick, could not go to school, the school asked her to stop coming because she saw things and she began to get crazy in the classroom. The parents were not Christian at that time. Now they are Christian. They brought this situation to our church in Virginia. So the pastor called me and connected me to this parents couple. And I said, can you do me a favor? Can you turn on worship song in your house to alternate with my preaching all day long? Just keep turning on all day long. Worship, preaching, worship, preaching. Within a few weeks, this daughter got totally healed. Amen. And now the whole family is a believer, is Christian. And they serve in the church there. They went to many doctors, they went to monks, no one could help them. But God, save her. Now she is like top student in the class. You see the power of worship. The power of praising God and being thankful to God and the power of the word of God. Do you know that when you laugh, when you are joyful, you stir up the Holy Spirit on the inside of you to quicken you, to give you life, to give you peace, to give you divine healing. I shared this story in another sermon a long time ago. One man has a stomach cancer, and the tummy just keeps growing and growing because the tumor keeps growing. And he was told by the doctor that you're going to die within six months, hopeless case. And this man turned on the tape. And this sermon was so funny. He kept laughing. And he listened to these sermons again and again until the tape broken. So he had to order another tape from that church and listen. While he was listening, within a few months, the tummy started to go down. And eventually, he got totally healed. Because he's laughing. The word of God come in. The word of God is like a medicine. And he keep laughing and laughing. And the joy of the Lord is your strength the murray heart is medicine. When you have a joyful heart and you laugh, it's like a medicine to you. It will destroy cancer, sickness in your life. Amen? Hallelujah. How many people from now on are going to be more joyful? The joy of the Lord will set the spiritual laws and forces in motion. The joy of the Lord is the life force. It will quicken you, help you to be strong and healthy and have victory in your life. If you feel weak and you feel like you're dragging along each day, just laugh. Ask God to fill you with the Holy Spirit and keep laughing. I know some of you are very difficult to do because you are so serious people. You are very serious. How many people are serious people here? Okay. Start to laugh from now on. <laughs> Amen? Don't be serious anymore. Love him. Praise him. Thank him. Rejoice. Yes. Everyone say praise him praise continually. Him. Everyone say thank him, thank him. In, all in all things. Everyone say rejoice, rejoice. always. And again, and again, I say, I say rejoice. rejoice. Ha, ha, ha ha ha. Ho ho ho. ho, ho. <laughs> Hallelujah. And the Spirit of the Lord will quicken you. Okay. When you feel down, start to praise God. Start to laugh. Don't yield to the sadness and the bad feeling. Just rejoice. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. So today, in conclusion, stay where God put you in. Be faithful to go to care group, to the church. Receive the word of God. Feed yourself with the word of God to build your faith. Be like little children, hungry for the word all the time. Keep growing. Keep believing. Easily to believe God do what he says like little children don't think too much don't try to argue with him don't try to use all the reasoning to argue with god just he say laugh okay i laugh he say rejoice okay i rejoice i'm little children i'm not going to argue with god amen <laughs> hallelujah and you will see the victory in your life amen thank you lord jesus father Help us to put this into practice, Lord. The joy of the Lord is our strength. We will praise you continually. We will be thankful, give thanks to you in all circumstances. We shall rejoice all the time. We will not let sadness, let anger, negative feelings to control us. Even though we don't feel like laughing and rejoicing, we make a decision to rejoice in all circumstances, every day, morning, mid-morning, afternoon, evening, and at night time. I will rejoice. Thank you, Lord, for reminding us that we should be like little children. And we will stay in the church where God put us there. We will stay connected. We will receive the feeding of the Word of God on a weekly and daily basis, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for the internet, that we can put the teaching into the internet. And people can listen to your word anytime. In the car, podcast, YouTube, CD. Oh Lord, we want to feed ourselves with your word. Help us to be joyful Christians. Help us to be joyful house of God. Lord, sadness cannot take over us. Depression will not be the part of our life, Lord. We will be happy people, Lord. Thank you, Lord, in the wonderful name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. If you don't know Jesus Christ, I would like to encourage you to give your life to Jesus. Just pray with me if you want to become a born-again Christian, you want to make sure that you go to heaven, Your sins are forgiven and you have a new life. Just pray with me right now. Follow my prayer. Father in heaven, I repent of my sin. Your son Jesus Christ died on the cross to forgive me, to pay for my sins. Lord Jesus, come into my life right now to become my savior my God my Lord and my healer my provider Lord Jesus I shall follow you and serve you all the days of my life thank you Lord I bless you give me life Lord give me joy Give me strength and peace. From today on, I will be spiritually minded. I will look at the Holy Spirit. Look at the promise of God. I shall not yield to my carnality. I will not yield to the way of the world. I shall follow the way of God. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. If you come out to be prayed for today, and if the Lord touch you, just go ahead and laugh. Go ahead and laugh. Let the Lord give you the joy of the Spirit. Amen. It will give life to you. Learn how to laugh in the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. No one can give you the ticket. It's not illegal to laugh. You don't get a ticket from the police officer to laugh in the church. Amen. Hallelujah. If you want me to pray for you, please come to the front and I will pray for you. We trust that this message is ministered to you. Well